Hello everyone, how are we doing? This is Adam from Three Count Radio and today we have head of LWF, if I can spit it out, Steve Bibby. How are you doing, man? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. All chilled over here for the time being. What we like to hear is what we like to hear. How are we doing? How are we doing? How's the first show back? First show back after... 16 months, first show back. How does that sound? It's a blessed relief. Um, 16 months, it sounds as long as it's felt, really. Mm. Um, but it's it's sort of nice in a way that we can relaunch with what, we've, what we consider our WrestleMania, which is our biggest show of the year, Slamaganza. It's nice that we can relaunch with that particular show. Um, We've certainly got a lot of catching up to do. We've, we're going to do a show a month this uh, for the first time. Um, so we've got a lot of work this year, but it's great to be kicking it off again on, on Saturday. Yeah, I'm, well, I've got two tickets myself. Myself and my mum will be making their way down. And we're honestly looking forward to it. It looks like a solid card and it looks really fun. It's honestly really fun just to have wrestling back in general. It's your fans and it's everything seems to be feeling like it's going back to normal now. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been looking forward mostly to the, the first bell. That's what that's that's it for me. I mean, all the preparation, everything, I'll be sort of business all the way up until that first bell. And as soon as I hear that, I'll, it'll be like a weight off my shoulders. You know, we can get back into this and do what we do best. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Honestly, cannot wait. I've been to a few Future Shock shows uh, in the past few months, and it's just there's no other, no other feeling, no other feeling like it at all. It's it's wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Um, I agree. I think I think with the um, the lo- the length of time we've been away from this, the shows feel bigger as a result. And that yeah. can only help the promotions, you know, to the they, they get a better atmosphere because everyone's just happy to be back. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Absolutely agree. Yeah, it, it's everyone like ticket sales. Everyone's so excited to be there and to cheer who they want to cheer, boo who they want to boo, and as I was going to ask, actually. What is the atmosphere going into this show from the motor to the wrestlers themselves? It's um, like you like you said, there's a lot of excitement. Um, it's, it's almost like the excitement has, has, has covered up the nerves. Hmm. It's completely taken away the nerves of a lot of guys because they just want to get out there in front of a crowd again. Uh, and and it's sort of all that all that fear and worry goes away, and the anticipation, particularly for this show, because I think that the way the main event pans out, uh, the family uh, the sort of family situation surrounding the main event is is um, garnering a lot of excitement as well. So it's a very unique show, this one, for, for just like for that main event alone, really. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a multitude of different feelings, but they're all good. Yeah, yeah, I can I can understand that. It, it's that crowd from top to bottom. Um, one particular 
one I'm looking forward to is a tag team match with Helena and Kerry. Because oh yeah, the debut since. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, I love Helena. I absolutely love her. So, I, yeah, I um, I wanted to get her on the show, but her son Ellis just did. He didn't want. Didn't want me to interview her. <laughs> I don't think. Don't think he was happy with that's the interview. That's amazing. <laughs> you, you've caught him on a bad day because uh, he she brings him to training with her and he's absolutely amazing there. So maybe yeah. he just has a bit of maybe. Maybe it's the comfort zone. I don't know, but yeah, it would be great for Helena. It's a big night for her for first LWF match. Same with her partner Kelly Van Ness as well, um, and to have them go up against Slay all day and Mel Price and Natalie Wilde is a, it's a great start to the the run of hopefully a lot of a lot of shows in the coming months. Yeah, yeah, you've got some experience in the in the tag team they're against. Man, they Price have seen her quite a, quite a few times, and yeah, the experience versus the debutants and. It's one that They're coming I'm up against a lot of attitude as well. There's a, there's a nice contrast in in um, in styles as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Definitely, it, it's it's interesting. There's a lot of the because one thing I, I am curious about because there's loads of different styles in different matches. What is it that goes into putting a show together like this? What goes into it? <laughs> um, <laughs> usually um, doing your research on the last show you did helps no. you know what people reacted to you know um, it helps you sort of place things on the card in the correct way and you just you're constantly making it easier for yourself by um, producing in the show before I think and we ended just before lockdown um loomed upon us we had a our first sellout real sellout um show but most successful one we'd ever done was a lancashire riot um to which reynaldo won and got his, his shot at the belt at, at slamaganza but because of the popularity of that show even though there was this huge 16 month gap that show has helped slamaganza become as successful as it seems to be already so we just sort of go from show to show but always the one before is is where the prep comes in and I can layer a show out in exactly the way um, I need to because of how well the previous has done. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Um, it, it's strange because even though this has been a 16-month gap, people are still just as excited, if not more, that the anticipation for another show and another show, the anticipation for something to come up in wrestling after so long. I think, I think there's more anticipation there than ever. Oh yeah, and there's um, and I think you'll hear a lot of noise as well on the night. Just like I'm sure Future Shot, you said you'd been to that show as well. I imagine the atmosphere was great there. Um, I think any promotion is going to benefit as as bad as the, the time has been. Um, in from a from a ter in terms of actually getting back on track, that gap um, of not being able to come and watch shows, I think uh, will benefit us in the future because uh, you sort of realise what you've missed, yeah. um, and that's 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 only going to carry us far. 
And and the thing is as well, because we're playing catch up, we have a double whammy of shows. We've got Slamaganza on the 31st and Summer Smash on August the 15th. So that it's like one, two weeks, of, you know, the two weeks apart. So it's, uh, we, we we're not leaving anybody waiting after Slamaganza. It's pretty much uh, straight back on the road again. Yeah, yeah. It's something I was, I, sort of, I did actually see that something I'd written down, yeah. Um, the thing with the atmosphere when it comes to a show is everybody in there is in there for the same thing. So everybody in there is reacting accordingly. We're all there for the same thing. Yeah. So it feels like a family appeal. Everyone, at least that's what I get with Future Shock. Anyway, everyone in, in there, feel, you feel like a family because everyone that's, is in there for the same thing. That's a great thing. way of putting it. Yeah, it is like a family. It's it's um, and and strangely as well, that's sort of I imagine how many people have felt over this time that they haven't seen the family. So it's yeah. like the bringing them all back for dinner again. You know, that's it's kind of what the show's like. So it symbolizes that a little. Yeah, hundred percent. The the feeling for when I had my first show back is just mental. Like, you get back in and it's like, wow. I um okay. I'm back. It's like you kind of have to mentally get yourself back into the game a little bit because it's more of a case of wow, this now feels a little weird. And then you, the you show starts. Don't you? But yeah, I know what you mean. I know because I've got to try and commentate on the night, and I've I've had a throat operation recently, so I'm not absolutely sure how that's going to go. But it's the only time will tell. Is everything okay? Oh yeah, just the tonsils out at thirty-six. It's not a great, uh, mm. <laughs> it's not a good um, operation to have. It's going to really push it on the night when I'm play by playing, but we'll we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's not not great, not a great one to have before commentary. We'll see. You've got a few bottles of water. Not a great operation to have at all. Oh, the reco- no, the recovery is terrible. I can imagine. Yeah, brutal. Um, I, I think. I think as soon as that first bell goes, I think as soon as the first lock up, the first call, it's like we say when you're watching football with the, the first tackle, the first successful pass, and uh, you do heads in the game. As soon as that first first uh, bell goes, the first lock up, the first wrestling, the first fan chant, it, it, it's home. Well, it's we have an un, quite a unique start to the show because we, the great thing is we've got um, Helena and Kelly and Natalie and Mel are opening the show, um, which is a brilliant start to the night. And we'll, and just before that, you you get a live performance by Shining Wizard, the uh, our resident rock band. So that it's, uh, it's quite <laughs> a, it's quite an explosive start to the night. Best way to do it as well, I think. Don't think I can argue with you there. <laughs> that sounds great. Opening opening the show though, that's an, it's not, it's, I, it goes understated on opening the show, doesn't it? But it's it's an an interesting way. It's an interesting. It's difficult to open the show because they're there to warm the crowd up and get the crowd pumped up for the show. So definitely, yeah, it's a huge responsibility. Um, mm because you're the first people that the fans see and you're almost setting the benchmark for the show. You're, set, you're, you're telling the crowd, this is 
this is the this is what you're getting for the night and, yeah. and particularly starting a show after 16 months yeah as well it's the big it's big responsibility but they love it i think they they relish that opportunity yeah yeah and i think they'll do a great job uh, i've been seeing the training all the training i've seen helena do i'm sure they'll, they'll all smash it all of them easily so uh, definitely. i'm definitely confident in that one but the yeah when it comes to openers i remember I remember aj versus shane at mania at wrestlemania 33 yeah fantastic opener one of my favorite openers to a to a wrestlemania actually that one of my favorites too it's probably just it's a bit behind Brett and Owen, but it's it's up there. Yeah, that's there. Are, there have been some smashing openers, haven't there? Yeah. Am I correct in saying um, Seth, Miz, and Banner was an opener at Mania? For the I think that title. was that. I think that was thirty WrestleMania thirty four. I think. Mm. Yeah, Again, that was a great insane. match. Yeah. There have been some very absolutely. important. You're right, it is an understated match. It is, yeah. It really is, because the main event is incredibly difficult regardless of who you are and what you're doing, but the opener, too, is so difficult, because as you just said, then it does set the tone for what you're getting going forward. And it's a great, great... um, Place to be, it's a great place to be, to be put, in my opinion. So I, I'm, You're turning the volume up on the atmosphere for the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there any, any matches specifically that you're looking forward to yourself? Um, well, aside from the... I could sweep over all of them, really. But, I mean, obviously the main event because of the... Their connection, sort of historically, the, the the whole brother-in-law versus brother-in-law SummerSlam '92 sort of scenario, yeah. um, and Ray's sister and Carl's wife ringside. So it's it's exactly the same situation. I love that. I love that novelty and that um, it's a really nice base for a really special match. That, uh, but I'm also very much looking forward to seeing what the um, what our guys in the Castle Cup tournament can do this year. Uh, we've got some really good talent in there and it's a very unpredictable tournament as well. There's not one person there I could say has a less chance than any of the others of getting through to the final on the night. So that's the one I'm I'm really keeping my eye on, certainly for future shows as well. For sure, definitely for sure. I'm, I am a massive, massive stick for a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me a tournament. So stick stick anyone in there, I'll be hundred percent hooked. Regardless. Well, we we initially we started our very first show was based around the uh, Castle, the Castle Cup tournament, um, and it's it was the first prize that we ever had on offer before we got the the LWF Championship belt. So it's a special special tournament that, and it's great for showcasing new new upcoming talent. And for those of who aren't familiar, do you want to explain what Castle Cup is? Yeah, of course. Um, basically, when I was coming up for this uh, with the idea for the LWF and I was sort of um, experimenting, because a lot of uh, the earlier days were built on just learning how to 
put a show together and video edit and things like that and make a production before I thought, uh, you know, I needed to know whether I was good enough to try and produce a show before I could go into this kind of thing. And uh, I had a bunch of guys that helped me out in producing little shows to try and um, practice. And one of the guys there um, was uh, Danny Castle. He was he was the referee and he was there every week. Um, uh, on the end of the phone, as soon as I needed help with anything, uh, he'd come along and he was very much a big part of the early idea of the LWF, the very foundations of it. And uh, he sadly died when he was 39. So um, I thought, we didn't have a championship belt for Road to the Future, the first show, and we wanted um, something on the line. So I thought we'd make a, a trophy in his honour. So that's what the Castle Cup is. And we have had two winners. Carl Clinch won the, the first one um, on the first show. Davey Getsky won the won it the second time around. And obviously I've <laughs> I've removed it from him since for his behaviour. But <laughs> so we've, uh, we've, now got, we've now got a third winner on the cards. So yeah, that's the Castle Cup. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's wow. It's actually behind me. I've actually got it in in here now. It's uh, it's up there. Is that it up there? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's safekeeping. It would be in David Getsky's um possession, but obviously we we had our differences. So of course, I'll of be course. presenting that to somebody on Saturday. Somebody worthy. Somebody deserves it. Of course. And they do. All participants do. I wouldn't want to leave that from my. I, I wouldn't want to take that away from my house. Though. That's beautiful. It's, it's a nice. It's, it's, right there. <laughs> it's a big thing. It's a big thing to lumber about with you, but it's. Uh, <laughs> it means something. Oh, of course it does. Yeah. And you've got Summer Smash coming up on August fifteenth as well. How does it must feel? Big. It must feel huge for you to not only have one but two shows. It must feel like you're back. When I say back, <laughs> I mean that like, you know, like this is it. Uh, we are hitting oh, the ground running. It's scary because <laughs> we've never we've only ever done um, a show every other month. So this uh, to to not only have one a month but have the this these particular two shows fall two weeks apart. It's, it's uh, something completely new. Uh, for me as a promoter, um, there's a lot of guys who I'm going to be working with who are quite used to doing that, but um, it's a challenge. And if you can get past one challenge, another one lies in front of you and you keep going like that until you, nothing becomes a challenge anymore. It just becomes part and parcel. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's the same venue as well. So, I mean, we don't, we're not shifting about, you know, we, we just basically leave for a bit and then come back. Yeah, I, I like that as well because it makes it feel like home when it's the same venue. Well, we usually we usually do our, our shows at the uh, the Army Reserve Centre in the middle of town, um, but we've had to put that on hold for a while just while everything calms down a little bit. So Bookshaw's a nice, Bookshaw Community Centre's a nice sort of, um, it's a break, gets us, uh, gives us a chance to go out to um, the outskirts of Chorley and find some new fans. It's always great. Yeah, it's always great. I think it's, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, I, I, I still look back because I was talking to a few friends the other day and oh, like an update on something. 
And I I couldn't, he, he said, oh, it's a couple of years ago. It was a couple of years ago now. I couldn't grasp it because I still look at it as, I still look at 2020 as it's gone. I forget 2020 was yeah. a year. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I think we'd all like to forget it was a year. <laughs> so uh, when something's gone on or something's happened and people say it was like, oh, it was two years ago. I was like, no, it wasn't. But mm. yeah. So, yeah. I've lost a whole year. It's bizarre. It's a mm. very strange feeling. Um, but I think the only way I can look at it when it comes to to restarting and, and carrying on from where we left off is to completely erase that time in my mind. Yeah. So if really for me, Reynaldo won the Lancashire Riot four weeks ago, and uh, we kick on from there. And if I think like that, then I don't sort of, I don't feel like I'm trying to pick up the pieces and because it feels like a bigger job if I do that. That makes sense. No, oh, no, perfect sense. Yeah. Perfect sense, because I think, yeah, as you say, I think everyone wants to forget about it. So as a business manager from a business point of view, it makes perfect sense for you to think, right, this happened such a time ago and move on from there, bank sorted. There we go. Look at the future. No, no problem. That's it. Is there any, a little bit of a cheeky one here. Is there any insight? Sure. Is there any insight we can get for Summer Smash? It's a bit of a cheeky one. <laughs> it's cheeky. I'll give you that. Um, don't worry. To be, don't worry if not. To be honest with you, I don't think I can give you much anyway. That is, it's strange, really. We've had two. We've had a couple of Summer Smashes already. The second, the last one in particular, was very much. It it felt just so organic, and it was. Yeah. Very unpredictable night. And that's the way this this one's panning out at the moment. Um, whatever happens at Slime Maganza is going to directly affect Summer Smash. So I can't really give anything either way. We're just going to have to see what happens this Saturday. Good, good. I thought I'd be a bit cheeky, but no. <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> uh, organic is the perfect word there. Absolute perfect word. Because when you get an organic reaction... From the fans, there you go. You, you they ain't saying it from start to finish there. They ain't saying them. Yeah. You want you want it to feel natural. And I think that's that's sort of one of my pet peeves with wrestling recent in recent years and on a from the commercial sense is that it's just not been it hasn't felt natural enough, it's felt forced. Whereas I think I always try with every show I do, and I'm sure a lot of promoters are the same. I try to to uh, have that night with absolutely no predictability whatsoever. You, you go in with an open mind and it continues to be open throughout. Yeah, I completely agree with that. From a fan point of view, when someone who has just stepped into training, I'm not going to sit here and say I know everything. I don't. <laughs> um, from a fan point Neither of do view... I. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's. It, 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 I agree with it. Feeling certain, certain times, feeling forced and feeling like this is the person you're cheering, this is the person you're booing. There we go. It's like it doesn't it doesn't really work like that. Like, 
No, not always. It has to be organic, and it has to, like, I'm, for me, when it comes to wrestling, I'm so, so dedicated and so funneled into the, the storyline aspect of things, and promos and character work can be so pivotal to how a match turns out, and the match could be absolutely incredible, but if if you don't see the background to it, it's just a great match. Absolutely agree with that. Um, one of the things that I, I, I like to do is, and I, you may have seen it online already, but um, there's a, a, a fantastic history promo video gone out about Carl and Ray. Mm. Um, it's, it's on YouTube now and on the Facebook page, but it's uh, I, have, I love building that story and saying how we got here and all that kind of stuff, because... I, I like to, I like the stories in my, in my eyes, the storyline is the, is the biggest part of wrestling yeah. because otherwise you don't care. Um, I, I, I can't do things like um, on a, sol, a solitary show to show basis. It's got to be, it's got to weave through the year and, and make, make a, a real sort of powerful impact. Um, I'd, otherwise to me, it's just like the circus come into town. You know, you've got to have a story and, um, People have got to be reminded of that story as well. Like you said, with the backstage, you've got to think, see things backstage. You've got to go behind the scenes. You've got to see a history vignette that tells you how we got here. It's it's really important to keep the, those things fresh in the, in the audience head going into matches so they mean something. So, yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so I'll sit and watch. I've, I've been to promotions, and so I'll sit and watch something that and I don't personally... I don't know what's going on. I don't know the background. I don't know the history to this feud. And I watch a match. And I'm like, yeah, it's a decent match. But I, I, it's not to hook me because I'm seeing reactions, massive reactions from other people. I'm like, okay, there's obviously something here. Mm. But if you've not got the context and you don't know the story, you don't know the history, then there's nothing to grab you, to suck you in. Like, there's, there's no point in me grabbing the last Harry Potter book and starting reading. I don't know yeah, what's going on. I don't know what's happened. I don't know the history. That it's pointless. It would make no sense. So, I one that I one story arc that I always go back to was Harry Barlow in Future Shock against the champion Alexis Falcon. Mm -hmm. It went for a year of Harley chasing and chasing and chasing. That's a year-long feud. But to me personally, it was beautiful. But the entire feud was incredible because every time the babyface went and just got that close to, a, yeah. to the title, something happened to make that chance slip away. And it was just... Hate belief. You sucked in, only to be punched in the stomach. And it's just... It, it's fantastic. And that that is wrestling to me the story is pro wrestling yeah. and the promos tell such an amazing story but without the promos and the history and the promo packages that i put together the the wrestling in the ring is arbitrary in my opinion you can have an amazing match but in my opinion it's story it's so was, i mean that that's why i did the, the video i did on on the main event because i thought well there are going to be people at this show that have not been to the shows before they may not have followed what was going on because we've had such a huge gap without anything. So that is that is the reminder. That's to basically bring them into the story. 
yeah and, and let them join it um and it's otherwise i mean i i, I can't emphasize it enough but otherwise we just have a main event between two great wrestlers and that would be it but you know and there'll be people in the crowd that didn't know that they happened to be related that they happened to be really close family members that they were you know not long back uh, they were um uh, Ray was at Carl's wedding, you know, to his to his sister and things like that. All these things need to be to be put in the minds of the crowd, or else it means nothing. And that's it. Yeah, it's like you said, you have to draw people in, and yeah. um, all, new and old. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's all about drawing that crowd. It's it's what draws fans in and makes people fans. It's what makes us. We, I, as if we watch this children, we watch these larger than life, wonderful people do what we grow to love. But when you grow up and watch it, you get a different mindset and different aspect of the business. And that's when you start looking at it in the storyline yeah. sense. And that's when it starts to hook you because then you get, then you're looking at it, oh, that story was incredible. Or that story was hilarious, or that was, or that really gripped me. And that's when it starts to really hook you in, and that's when you start to become trained. Uh, you start to training, start to train to wrestle like us. Yes, <laughs> there you go. It's it, it's a yeah. wonderful thing. It truly is magical. Just about opening up your mind. Yeah, yeah. You do need to go into it with an open mind. Yeah, definitely. Um, I usually ask. <laughs> I usually, I usually ask if there's anything you want to plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've done quite a bit of that already. Uh, but I mean, I would plug Slamaganza. Um, we are very close to being sold out. Uh, so I mean, uh, it, it might get to the point where we we close this, the online sales, and then we say, you know, you can come on the night, but we can't guarantee it. Uh, but of course, if you miss out on Slamaganza, there is Summer Smash in two weeks after it. So that's that's where that that's the benefit of having those two shows close together. So I'll certainly plug that one as well because same venue, same um, same time of uh, the first bell. It's just on a Sunday this time instead of a Saturday, which is unusual for us. It's another another new bit of new territory. Uh, and yeah, and there will be one a month, and we will return into the centre of Chorley to the. The Army Reserve Centre on the September the twenty fifth. So there's there's loads going on. We've got a good academy which is um, producing some great talent at the moment. Uh, that's in Coppel, just outside Chorley. Um, we're constantly looking for new people to come and join us and work with us. So I can only say that things are looking very good for us at the moment, and um, that can only benefit everyone around us. I think wrestling wise, promotion wise. 100%. There should be there always should be a core of, of of wrestling promotions in the in this part of the country, the northwest, because I think there's a lot of talent over here. Oh, well, that I that I can agree with. Definitely can agree with. It, it's beautiful to see. It's always great to see new talent. But I will have it all linked in the bio below. Everything linked. And thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Not a problem. It's uh, it's uh, it's been nice to talk about it. Can't stop talking about it at the moment. So any chance? <laughs>
no problem at all thank you very much and thank you fans for watching too tune in make sure to try and get a ticket minimal tickets left islamic answer thank you very much see you later